My name is Ryan Hill, and you are listening to the Arrowverse Podcast. It is so amazing, and you will surely love it. Hello, my good friends. I am your host today, Ryan Hill, back with another episode of the Arrowverse podcast, and we will be breaking down the next episode of Arrow, episode five, season one, Damaged. So this episode is all about Oliver trying to prove to the world that he is not the hood in this episode. So while he really is, he tries to... fool the entire justice system by doing what he does best shooting arrows and being quirky no i'm just kidding he he's just going to be doing what he, uh pretending he's not the green the green arrow and all of that stuff so yeah let's let's uh break it down but first let's uh do talk about updates in the arrowverse because there are actually uh for today or for this week's episode, there's actually a few, not, uh, since not a lot of things are happening. So, for the first thing, there is a rumor going around that the next big villain for the Arrowverse in the next crossover is going to be Brainiac. Now, fans, and especially me, have been wanting to have Brainiac since they introduced Brainiac 5 in Season 3 of Supergirl. So... It is nice that we're having Brainiac possibly make his uh, appearance within the Arrowverse. Now, we don't know if the events of Krypton's TV series are canon to the Arrowverse because Crisis did not uh, show us the the Earth-18. They didn't show us Krypton, so it could... But I think it would be possible that Krypton could make a, like... Re- or like they, he could reference Krypton because if Brainiac, this version of Brainiac, is or if Brainiac is from Krypton the universe, he could mention that or at least say that he went to the Big Brain to hide f- and protect himself from the antimatter wave during Crisis. That could have be how they did things, or he just is like another doppelganger refugee or however they want to explain it. I. I would actually prefer if this version, if Brainiac actually made an appearance, because we have always want we've wanted Brainiac in the Arrowverse since they did that, especially when they introduced Superman in 2015. I think it was like it was um, late 2015 when they first introduced Superman in the season two premiere of Supergirl. Anyways, so yeah, let's get let's continue on. Um, so the actor who pl- who plays Captain Graviton in Kick-Ass 2, he uh, the act- actor Donald Faison, he want he actually said he wanted to join the Arrowverse as a Green Lantern. Now, the but how he described the character, I don't I don't know um what he said. I couldn't find what in an article what he what uh, he said about which Green Lantern you want to play, but what I'd guess he would want to do, the way he looks, he could probably be Hal Jordan, or because the Arrowverse has never done, or 
we have not seen a live action version of this character version of Green Lantern yet. It would be interesting to introduce Hal Jordan or the Kyle Rayner version of Green Lantern because he he would be an excellent introduction within the Arrowverse since uh, we are getting the HBO Max Green Lantern TV series coming up soon and there is rumors of a Blue Beetle TV series in HBO Max being developed so I would not mind if Kyle Rayner it would be introduced through the Green Lantern series or through the Blue Beetle series if Blue Beetle is con- connected to the Arrowverse but if it's but if he if Kyle Rayner or if uh if Donald Faison want his Green Lantern and he is in the HBO Max Green Lantern series, I it would be interesting to see him interact with uh, David Ramsey's Green John Stewart Green Lantern because I think David Ramsey did say he want he was John Stewart even because he found Green Lantern's ring at the end of the series finale of Arrow. So, yeah. Anyway, so for the final update. This for this week, actor Noah Centurio, he is uh, confirmed to be playing Adam Smasher in Black Adam. Now we don't know uh, what we still don't know which Earth Black Adam's from. So for the time being, um, er, the DCEU's Earth is called Tud Twenty Twenty One. Or no, what Tud Thirteen? So so far. Black Adam is basically going to be introducing the JSA in the DCEU. And that, with that in, being in mind, Adam Smasher is part of the JSA. So, yeah. it would. I actually would not mind if, if because Adam Smasher, is, because the JSA um, is also on Starkroll, and since the DCEU was affected in Crisis, I would not mind if, at, like... They, these, some characters could interact with Crisis. I know they didn't do Birds of Prey, but I guess it was only because they filmed it uh, before Crisis was uh, mentioned or before Crisis was filmed. But, however, it since Adam Smasher, it, or since Black Adam is in the middle of filming right now, it would be interesting if they mentioned the events of Crisis due to the fact that some characters, or Black Adam is like a magical character, but Crisis is like cosmic beings and black adam sort of like that because we get into the rock of eternity and eternium and such of that and uh if you remember in the first half of flash season six pariah was looking or nash wells was looking for eternium and they actually read eternium coming off of Iris west in in episode three of season six of flash and some people were speculating that um iris could be from the 30th century like in the comics and before crisis she was said to be from the future so yeah that that could be a way they could do it but also it could pay off it could be interacting with flash as a way of uh introducing that idea of iris being from the future or, or they could all end episodes where iris is taken to the future by reverse flash like in the in the newer uh, rebirth comics which yeah, I would I would enjoy those types of stories. Anyways, let's let's get into the start of the episode, since that is everything for this week. I know it's not a lot, but nothing really is going on within the Arrowverse. So until we get some updates, I will not be talking about that much. So 
yeah, let's break our way into episode five of season one of Arrow, titled Damaged. Now let's get into the episode. All right, so the episode starts off with the flashback of Yafe and Oliver. Well, Yafe is hunting so Oliver and him can eat. He tells Oliver to get a dead bird, and then Oliver um, basically, because remember this is the uh, early stages when Oliver's still an asshole, so he says, why don't I shoot that bow and arrow while you go pick up the dead bird? So, um... Yeah, Oliver tries, he fails, and then Yafe says in Chinese, you will f you will die badly, which I would have to agree if I was on an island and I didn't know how to do anything, I would pretty much be dead the first couple of weeks. So, like, yeah, so Oliver uh, goes to get the bird, and then a couple of, uh, well, we find out that they are not alone on the island because there is a... There are a bunch of like, like people that with guns. They go abduct all. Well, they have Oliver in a hole. They abduct him, and then he's like whining. We we later find out later in the season that it is those men work for Edwin Fire, a mercenary, a mercenary who basically tries to fought find stuff on Lian Yu because remember Lian Yu um, in we later find out later in season three that Lian Yu is like a Chinese military prison for Argus. So my likely guess is like they come they came over there to get Argus's uh, military stuff since Argus is like one of the most fortified structures in existence besides the DEO but yeah. And then so later um we cut to present day. Oliver is uh, getting a, um, getting to prison. He's going to court, and then we uh, hear him narrating where he says that they think he's the hood, uh, and then it's like the fact that um, he says that they're half wrong, that he is the vigilante and he will face justice. Yeah, so. I actually uh, in, I, uh, enjoyed this uh, episode very much because it has everything. But yeah, so they do the beginning and stuff, and then after Oliver gets the uh, picture with the uh, stuff, we cut to the logo. Okay, guys, so by the way, we later find. I actually did a bit of research on Easter eggs in the episode, so. Apparently, the title of this episode referred to Oliver's conversation with Laurel later in the episode about the island changing him and making him damaged both physically and mentally slash emotionally. Because obviously, uh, when he went on Lian Yu, uh, when he first got there, he didn't know how to survive. But then when he got off Lian Yu five years later, he basically was a changed man. He became a better version of himself. And then also another uh, Easter egg is when Oliver was being photographed for police records. The numbers that he had uh, was seven seventy three nineteen forty one. This is actually in regards to uh, the Green Arrow's first appearance in More Fun Comics issue number seventy three, which is which was released in nineteen forty one, same year that the uh, Justice Society of America was released. 
And fun fact, actually, Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow, was a part of not the Justice Society, but the Seven Soldiers of Victory, which were basically associated with the Justice Society. And then the, the Seven Soldiers and the All-Star All Squadrons folded into the Justice Society after uh, like the Silver Age happened, when the Justice Leagues happened, basically. And, yeah, the, uh, it is nice that we uh, got this ref this Easter egg because uh, it proves how old the Green Arrow character is from, from all those iterations and such. Actually, it is very interesting how the CW changed how the Green Arrow acts since he usually has the goatee and such, but he, uh, and he's blonde, but we did see in the pilot episode that he was blonde before the island, but then he turned into like a uh, turned brown haired so yeah it, it is very interesting in my opinion how they decided to change all of that and then afterwards we find out that Oliver what like when Quentin Lance is interrogating Oliver we find out that Oliver actually uh the the date and birth of Oliver Queen, which was May 16th, 1985, meaning Oliver in this time is approximately... Honestly, I can't really do the math in my head right now, since I suck at math, but... Anyway, so, um... Yeah, anyways, yeah, Oliver is um, one of the, uh... One of those characters so far... In the show, that is making him one of the oldest characters in the show. And. Yeah. And actually, uh, around the three minute mark in this episode, just before the scene with Oliver under interrogation, they used a mug shot of Starling, Starling Metro Police Department's building. The shot was taken from the 1999 movie Blue Streak, although the LAPD sign above the entrance has been removed for obvious reasons, and the police cars have been digitally added, added Starlink saying police department logos added onto it so they wouldn't get lawsuits in the process. Which, yeah, it makes sense, I, I guess. But then anyways, so, um... Yeah, Ol Oliver basically states the facts, uh because Quentin is being an asshole in the first season that he um, he hates him and his family, but but uh, he's going too far with the whole thing. And I, I agree, the first uh, season, well, first couple of seasons, Quentin has been a bit of an, a an ass with uh, accusing Oliver of doing things, even though he has done it, but Quentin won't, won't go, is going beyond those boundaries and... Yeah, I just I just don't like that basically. And then um I don't know, I just I I just think that uh Quentin is not one of the one not a good character in the first two seasons. Anyway, so after after that um Oliver asks Lor well, Oliver wants Laurel to be his lawyer for the courtroom and then we cut to laurel she is in in a stump because of of a case and then so um 
uh, Oliver's mom comes down to um, ask Laurel to be Oliver's um, lawyer on Oliver's behalf, because apparently uh, he he says in her words that if Oliver doesn't get Laurel, he doesn't want a lawyer at all, which is kind of a dumbass move considering the fact that he has all the evidence against him, so I don't think it's smart to defend yourself if you have everything against you. It's like, um... What's that, uh... Oh, Ted Bundy. It's like the Ted Bundy situation where he has all the cases in that documentary movie with Zac, Zac Efron. He basically is um, defending himself, which in my opinion is dumbass move. Still a dumbass move because you don't, you don't defend yourself when you have all the evidence against you. I just hate that those types of situations in my opinion because it just, it just is so fucking stupid. Like. It is it's pretty stupid. And I'm sorry if I'm saying stupid, pretty weird. That's, but, yeah. Just, and then we, we get directly to the courthouse, which uh, which is basically every the people versus Oliver Jonas Queen. We find out that that is his full name. Uh, I don't think we find out what, like, if... If his uh, middle name is a reference to anything, I think it's uh, just his name in the in the comics. But I'd have to do further uh, research on that because I on I honestly have no idea if that's an Easter egg to anything. So yeah, and then as soon as we're in the courtroom, uh. Basically, the judge asks where his uh, attorney is. He says he is going to defend himself. And then the judge says, that's not a wise idea. You, all the evidence is against you. I think to myself, and I actually say to the, said to the TV when I was re-watching the episode, I said, thank you. Finally, somebody has some common sense. Because if somebody uh, wasn't going to say something like that, I would have just pounded something. I would have punched my TV, or threw, threw something at it, because it is not fucking intelligent. So, yeah, but then, um, luckily, Laurel shows up as, uh, his attorney, and then she has the idea to put an ankle monitor, uh, an ankle monitor on his le leg to prove that he is innocent. And then, basically, she, uh, she still knows that, doesn't know that Oliver's the the vigilante so then she says um between you and me we both know that uh the, the vigilante's trying to uh make, do do something good we both know that's not really your style Be even though oliver uh is rich and can do is doing good basically and then uh when they get to the uh, queen mansion oliver is Oliver is like uh, asking, gonna say he has like a, he's having a party because of the fact that he he's rich, he has parties. But anyways, so um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it was um, I 
it's just uh, interesting that Oliver still wants to party, but then he says he doesn't want to worry about anything. And then so um, they actually uh, give off a couple of references to to a couple of bands. They, he makes a shout-out to reference to The Burning Man and Shawshank Redemption, which uh, Shawshank Redemption is the movie uh, with with um, Morgan Freeman and every everything uh, every other people and then so um yeah just it's interesting and then as we actually get to the uh we cut to laurel and quentin uh quentin is yelling at laurel for being his uh attorney obviously because he still hates oliver but yeah it's i still don't like quentin for uh these uh past couple of uh or first couple of seasons he's just in a big a-hole and then as soon as uh they are talking they uh laurel basically is trying to talk some sense into um quentin saying that he wants more than anything to have make oliver and the hood the same person because he hates them both and then so like he said he still blames oliver and for uh for everything but laurel says is like saying this is oliver queen we're talking about he doesn't kill people and then quinn says no he just uses people um like he used sarah and he used you i i don't know man it just it aggravates me like i hate when people are angry that they think they can just say uh say whatever they they want and i know i'm going to talk my my anxiety um it makes me angry a lot so i really i i don't really um have anything to uh defend myself on that but yeah anyways so um we actually uh during the conversation we get our first um mention of laurel's mother named dinah lance um yeah it's this is the first of numerous times uh, her mother is mentioned but then her first appearance is in the episode dead to rights which is excuse me uh so yeah her, her first appearance is in episode 16 of the season dead to rights and yeah so she um she has not been mentioned in Laurel's basically says something of disrespect or rude, saying maybe uh, maybe your um, anger for everything is why uh, why um, Sarah might be dead or why um, why mom left. Obviously, uh, him acting this way, hating Oliver, is why um, the Laurel's mom left, and and then maybe. Uh, Maybe Sarah, uh, I mean, I would guess that Sarah probably, um, like, was not that close with her dad because of him not liking Oliver and such. I don't know, but it would make sense, I guess. So then we at, we cut to Oliver in Queen Industries where Diggle comes in, and then Oliver says that uh, there's this man, uh, forget the name, but he uh, he is an arms dealer, and Oliver wants to stop him before he um, 
sells these weapons to the wrong people. And then Dig makes a very good statement saying that Oliver uh, can't just go up and stop him since he's under house arrest. That's when Oliver says that you can uh, just shadow uh, me for a few days um, and become the hood for a little bit. Which, um, I don't know why, but for some reason I feel like this foreshadowed what happens in season 6 where Oliver is... um, giving the mantle of the green arrow to dig again because of the fact that Oliver's going through the same thing. Diaz, um, Ricardo Diaz has doctored a footage of Oliver Queen as the green arrow. And so, which causes Oliver to give uh, the mantle of the green arrow to John Diggle. And then, yeah. So then Oliver is, um, basically, uh, Gives dig the keys to the uh, the bunker. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I just like calling it the bunker. But anyways, so um, basically there there's a bit of a joke where when dig touches the arrows, he he gets up a little prick. But uh, yeah, it's it is funny because of the fact that uh. Arrows are, are really pointy, so it would make sense. And then he calls the voice modulators sweet because of the fact that, obviously, uh, the army doesn't have that kind of technology. Yeah, and then... And then, um... And then we cut to the to uh, the scene where... Uh, well, we cut to a... Uh, a... A courtroom, or... Not a courtroom, but, like the police department and a lawyer or a lawyer's office. I don't know which one, but anyway, so we have Quentin, Laurel and Oliver and, uh, and a, uh, the, the, or the prosecutor. And then they, uh, they're like, uh, stating the, stating the fact that Oliver might have, uh, PTSD from being on the island, the island for five years, which then is, uh, said that Oliver, um, would have to spend a few months in a psychedelic hospital. And then um, Oliver rejects that. He he says that he will take a polygraph, a polygraph which uh, basically is a lie detector test. However, because this is in 2012, we later find out in a, a couple of years later that polygraphs don't 100% work at the time. So this could possibly be that statement. And yeah, it just, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But I think this is um, why, uh, why they did the polygraphs to show that they don't work all the time, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it just, um, this doesn't really make a whole lot of sense in, to me. But, yeah, whatever. And then, and then we, um, we cut to a flashback of Edwin Fire's people, t- uh, taking Oliver hostage, which then leads to Oliver meeting Edwin Fire's the uh, 
and this being the first time we meet, we see Edwin Fires, and it is confirmed that he is the main antagonist of the season's flashbacks. So, yeah, just Edwin Fires basically then asks Oliver where uh, Yafe is because we show a picture of him, and then we find out that Yafe was a part of the Chinese military, and so it's um. It is interesting that Yafe was a part of the military, but then we find out later in the season that he uh, it was ch discharged for uh, an unknown reason. But yeah. Oh, fun little thing that I uh, forgot to mention earlier when Oliver was telling uh, Dig um, to be the be the hood. He says this fun, funny little joke. He says, "You know us, billionaire, billionaire vigilantes." We do love our toys, which is a subtle nod to Batman, who is a vigilante as well, who uses lots and lots of gadgets. And it is a fun little thing to notice that all of that the Green Arrow and Batman are the two uh, are the only two um, superheroes that fund the Justice League, pretty much, which is which is something I never really thought of until just now. So yeah, I don't know. It is it is uh, nice to uh, to think about that. And then um yeah, it's, just, it's it's very interesting actually. And then we cut to Thea and Oliver talking. Thea actually has some some second thoughts about Oliver might actually being the hood because of all the coincidences and him being out all, all the time having the scars and of the fact that he gave her the Hogan, the Hoen or whatever it's called the uh, the arrow shaped rock and then uh, basically Oliver makes a funny little uh, joke saying he's glad he didn't buy her a panda bear because uh, she would accuse him of being panda, panda man which I actually at first thought it was a DC character, but apparently it, which funny enough, it is not. And then we, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think that'd be funny if DC actually made a character called Panda Man because, uh, it would be a fun little not joke. Like, uh, like how Marvel has the character Grizzly, Grizzly Bear. I don't know. We then actually cut to the another interrogation with Quentin putting Oliver on the polygraph, and he asks Oliver a bunch of questions like his date of birth, which is May 16, 1985, which I already said earlier this ep that in the this week's episode of the podcast. But anyways, so he Oliver uh, reveals to the to Laurel and Quentin that. He uh, he was not alone on Lianyu, and it was with Yafe and Edwin Fires. But he uh, he did not say those names directly. He just said that um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, and then afterwards, Oliver um, uh, basically uh, basically was like. He had to lie to get Quentin to leave him alone, saying uh, he killed Sarah, which 
honestly, I feel like Oliver could have just said that uh, he did not kill anyone uh, on the uh, island. He well, he could have just said that he uh, he had to kill uh, some people on the island on the island to survive instead of saying Sarah because it could have made Quinn uh, hate him more, my guess. But yeah, I just I don't like that. And then afterwards, we cut to the uh, the uh, party with the jail theme, which leads to Oliver uh, talk uh, wearing a prisoner uniform as a joke or a theme to the party. And actually, a fun little nod: when Oliver was wearing the prison shirt, there are his num his uh, pocket numbers, which consisted of the numbers. Three nine nine four seven nine. This is uh, the hex code for the shade of green of his hood, which is very interesting. How they were able to incorporate that de little detail and that little um, that just yeah, it's very interesting in my opinion because of the fact that they don't they shouldn't. I don't think they were could have been able to incorporate that little thing. Afterwards, Laurel actually shows up to Oliver's party, and then they have a talk about what happened during the interrogation and the polygraph uh, conference. And then Oliver, uh, because Laurel apologizes, saying that she's sorry for how her father acted. Oliver uh, says uh, he has the right to feel whatever he wants. And then Laurel tells him that he uh, started uh, piling up on his work, which I think could have been a ref uh, like something that um, that meant to imply that uh, that's when he started his uh, his alcoholism because Quentin later on was revealed to have uh, to be an alcoholic, but we didn't see that until the uh, first the. I think it was like season three that we didn't see it. I think it was like after, um, after uh, Laurel Laurel died, or after Sarah died. The uh, for real with um, when Thea uh, was was mind controlled to kill to kill Sarah. Anyways, so then um, they act. There's a uh, thing after when um, when. Laurel says, um, says she doesn't remember, uh, the last time they were in her bedroom together. Oliver said that they were getting ready for Tom Tommy's Halloween party in 2005. Laurel says, uh, she had fishnet stockings. Uh, that is actually a reference to the, the costume that Laurel wears in, as the Black Canary in the comics because she wears stockings. Uh, and that they're act she actually um she actually does kind of have stockings though it is not our version of Laurel is the Earth two version of Laurel that has stockings on her arms and legs which um yeah I just it is kind of interesting that they thought of that and then incorporated that into the into another version of Laurel who became our version of Laurel in some form of way. I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting to me, actually. And then we cut to a flashback, which leads to um, Deathstroke, but it's the it is the um, 
One one sec, let me check. It is the uh, the Billy Wintergreen version of Deathstroke who tortures Oliver and gives him his second scar on like by the um by the stomach. Which and then we remember an episode at the end of episode one we found out Oliver had the scar his first scar by the uh by the sh sh left peck, and then that um is by Yatve when he shoots him with the arrow, and then yeah, so it's just uh very very inter interesting in my opinion because uh, um just stuff. I don't know. It's just very interesting. The flashback then continues with um Yatve coming into the tent, saving Oliver from from Wintergreen. And then Oliver uh, escapes the tent with Yafe, but then uh, Wintergreen uh, attempts to uh, find him. They he fails, but and then we cut to present day with the arms dealer with Dig uh, first appearing in the uh, hood suit in the first version of the arrow suit, which uh, yeah, it's the first out of a couple of times we see him wearing it. Next with uh, season two, three. Uh, five, six, and then after afterwards, uh, that's the last time we see him wearing it. It was actually a shame we didn't see him wear the uh the suit in season eight, as that is one of the times that we uh, should see him uh wearing it since it's the last season and all of that. But yeah, it's just it's very interesting and uh to me, and I. It's a shame uh, that we didn't see that. Anyway, so then Dig goes in, uh, stops uh, stops them, which leads to uh, things happening. Afterwards, uh, then Oliver is uh, confronted by the arms dealer to, as uh, people now know, or people think that Oliver's the hood, uh, he is a target, apparently. So... Yeah, it's this. So then, um, afterwards, Oliver stops him, but then Quentin sees him. He uh, is prove proven uh, uh, not guilty. So then, uh, Quentin takes the ankle monitor off of Oliver. Oliver's uh, free to go. Charges are all dropped, and so yeah, just that. And then, like. Oliver, uh, Oliver then is, uh, just go, does his thing, and then afterwards, uh, Laurel gives Oliver his, uh, polygraph results, and then she says that he lied about the question if Oliver's ever been to Iron Heights, because apparently, uh, when Laurel and the Hood were, uh, we're in Iron Heights in last ep last episode. He, uh, Oliver and Laurel were also in Iron Heights for an eighth grade field trip, which honestly it makes no sense why uh, you take people to field trips in in jail or yeah to uh, to jail uh, containment centers because won't the won't the prisoners like interact or like when like you get in trouble if you interact with the prisoners or when the inter with the prisoners like 
threaten the uh, the students. At least I would think they would, because because um, prisoners can still make like sharp knives or something or or something. Uh, so I I have no idea, but it could it would it would be a a very uh, terrifying thing for me if I ever went to prison for a field trip. So then, yeah, afterwards, um, Dig uh, lets Oliver be the hood again, as now he no longer uh, has the ankle monitor. So, yeah, Oliver's, like, back doing his thing. He uh, stops the arms dealers, which then leads to thing things. Uh, Dig saying that because of Oliver lying, he is affecting his, the relationships of people closest to him uh, in worse ways uh, that could possibly happen. So, yeah, it just it it does also this season along with future seasons. It basically shows us how Oliver lying about his identity affects the people closest to him on such a such a close level, like take season at the end of season one spoilers tommy dies because oliver lied and he uh he had to fight malcolm merlin who does the undertaking destroying the glades but oliver could save him affecting tommy laurel being a part of oliver's crusade damien dark killed her uh quinton being a part of oliver's crusade died because of because of stuff going going on and Oliver, uh, Oliver basically do doing all of that. Ricardo Diaz kills Quentin, and so on and so forth, be, because of all of that. And it just it it basically terrifies the living hell out of Oliver in in so many as so many ways. So yeah, just which it um the f last scene, which is a very iconic thing. Oliver says, "You have failed this city," and that's where they ended the episode. All right, then, guys. Well, that is the end of this episode of this week's episode of the Arrowverse podcast. Now I will be uh, ending this week's podcast. But first, if you are new to this podcast, make sure you check out my uh. Patreon is the Airverse Podcast, so subscribe to that if you want to uh, pay, though, because this is a paying podcast, so you have, for current episodes of the podcast, in chronological order, you have to pay a $5 fee monthly, and then you have, or for every podcast episode, and then for the $10 bonus episodes and early access, it is a $10 fee, so then words. If you are, if you want to check out my social medias, check out my Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. That's right, I have TikTok. But anyway, so check out uh, Twitter. It is the Arrowverse 09. So that is my Twitter account. For Instagram, it is the Arrowverse King underscore for each word. And then for TikTok, it is Ryan Hill 2004. So that is it. And then you can just check all that out. Until next time, I will. We'll uh, miss you guys. I'm going to post uh, either another episode of Arrow or another. Uh, I will be making a 
early ac access for Flash, uh, Legends, Supergirl, or Dooms Doom Doom Patrol, Titans, Stargirl, or whatever it is. I will make a poll on my Patreon, so make sure you check that out and just see. Uh, t let me know which one you guys want me to do. So yeah, until then, I am your host Ryan Hill, and this is this week's episode of the Overs Podcast. Stay tuned, guys.